I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the future of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi strength flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's just a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cold, and you're listening to Tracks and Sci-Fi. All right, hello everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to Treks and Sci-Fi once again. Today, the show is going to go out on June 12th, 2022. This will be show 865. And we're doing uh, one of our regular Patreon chats with some of the Patreon supporters for the show. I have Jedi Jeff and Doug with me. Hi, guys. Hey. Hello. And uh, yeah, small, small little group today. I guess everyone's busy. You know, it's a weird time of year. I was just telling Jeff that... There's a lot of things going on at this time of year, graduations, you know, different activities. We've got, my wife and I, we have like three weddings to go to this, this, well, two of them are, are in September, one in July. So they're not that soon, but a lot of stuff, it seems like over the last couple of years, things have been sort of like put on hold and now everything's just sort of exploding, you know? So people have, I guess, a lot of things to do. What about you guys? You guys have any big big things during the summer anything going on for you guys any travel or anything uh not for me nope i'm i usually try not to travel in the summer since i don't have any kids or anything like that uh yeah i i usually try no vacations to, uh, anywhere in canada there or anything jeff or nothing no no trips uh, we might go on a, a few short trips but you again it gets so gets so busy in the this summer yeah, a lot of yeah. vacation places that uh, usually my wife and I will either like kind of we'll go someplace either like in May or June or then we'll just kind of wait till September or October. So um, yeah, it's it's nice if it's flexible if you can go somewhere in the more let's say more off time for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about you, Doug? Any any plans or anything over the summer? Yeah. Well, we used to be uh, the people who traveled around to different baseball stadiums. And we we got halfway through them, and then we got the pandemic, and I haven't been to a baseball game since. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. But uh, I'm, I plan on going this year to a uh, Braves Mets game down in Atlanta because I'm still a Mets fan. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, going to up north, I got family in New York, New Jersey, and Pittsburgh, so still planning on doing that this year, but yeah. nothing, nothing real vacationy like. 
Yeah, yeah. My biggie is going to, I am going to go to San Diego again for Comic-Con, so I'm kind of excited finally now after all this time <laughs> it's back. And uh, so I'm kind of excited about that's like the third week of July or so. So yeah, kind of a quiet before the storm for me. I mean, that'll be my, our July wedding is just local. And then the September weddings, one's in uh, the northern part of, of Michigan, it's a bit of a drive, not much. It's up in an area called Traverse City, and that's my niece is getting married, and then a friend of ours' daughter is getting married, and we're going on a big trip in late September to Montana. That'll be that'll be fun because I haven't been there. My wife has been out there to visit. It's more really her friend. They used to live in this neighborhood that we live in, and then they moved to Montana, but their daughter is getting married, so um, so that'll be kind Montana? of fun. What's that? Where in Montana? Uh, it's, it's from what I, I, and I haven't been there, like I said, but the, I've been to Montana a few times. It's, it's, um, it's pretty, what I, pretty desolate. It, it is, there. truthfully, and they're kind of out there. From what I've heard, uh, Jeff, it, it's, um, do you know where Missoula is? Do you know that city? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's like 45 minutes to an hour outside of that city, kind of up in the mountains, sort of something like that. All, all I know okay. is it's pretty re- remote and for them to get to any reasonable, like shopping, they basically have to go down to Missoula. You know, they have little, small, little local things, but, but yeah, so it's, you're right. It's, it's, you know, that's, um, you know, unspoiled t- country. And the, and the cool thing about out there is, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the areas of the U S that I haven't really visited before much or anything. I've been to a lot of the US, but that area not. So I'm kind of excited. That'll be fun. So um but yeah, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to get back to these things. I I mean I think um this is just, you know, get out there and do what you gotta do. So but today I thought what we could do today, guys, and, and I was talking to I was talking to Jeff before you connected in, Doug, but what I wanted to talk about is obviously let's talk something about these new these new shows that are going on. Especially, I think we should just start off with the biggie, which is Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which seems to be I hate to you know jinx it, but I think it seems finally that they've got a Star Trek show that most people seem to be liking, for the most part, and and I certainly am, and I've said it a couple of, on a couple of podcasts I've done on the topic, but. Um, but I wanted to get you guys' thoughts. I know um, Jeff said he's all caught up with the shows on Strange New Worlds. Are, are you? I think you're probably caught up, Doug. Right? You all caught up yeah. on? Yeah, on Strange New Worlds, on Obi Wan Kenobi, on most of those things. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about Obi Wan too for sure. Um, but let me get you guys first because um, I've said this. I'll, I'll say a little bit, uh, uh, but I want to get more of your takes on on what. Uh, tell me, let's start, let's start, uh, start with Jeff and, and just give us, give me your overall, like not, not specific to, and I guess we'll throw out a spoiler review if we get into any specifics about the episodes much, but just give me your general, uh, um, impression so far, Jeff, of the show. What, what are what are you, um, what are you liking? Is there anything you're not liking? What, what you, what are you thinking so far about it? I'll have to say, I, I really, uh, I really liking, uh, Strange New Worlds, uh, like say I, I don't want to come across as being a, a negative person, but it's really the first one for me that really feels like you know a Star Trek show in a uh-huh. sense. Sure. And 
maybe that's because of the more um, episodic um, approach that it's taking. Because I kind of like, I like the idea that you kind of get a complete story in an episode. Like, yeah. That you can go back and you can watch it again. Um, they do have, you know, themes kind of running throughout the episodes, which are building on a larger type arc. Yeah. Um, that's fine. But I do like that, you know, that each episode so far has had a major, you know, kind of a major story that kind of, uh, you know, you know, has a kind of a bit of a conclusion to it. Yeah. They're self-contained. Yeah. 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 So I, I like that. I like, I like the characters, um, to be honest, I, I like the majority of characters. They've got a lot of, um, any special favorites of them or ones you, you like more than others or, or any, any qualities or anything specific. Oddly, on? oddly yeah. enough, I seem to really like that, uh, with Lieutenant Nudian Singh. I, I, I kind of like that. She's a real tough, strict kind of security officer. And I, I kind of like where they're taking that character in that they're probably going to, you know, she's probably going to get a lot of, a lot of growth. Um, in that yeah. character, so she's kind uh, of reminds me a lot of Kira, yeah. you know, uh, from Deep yeah. Space Nine a little bit. You know, she's kind of that brash, tough, you know, yeah. tough cookie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I feel that that her character is going to have a lot of growth. Um, I like um, I like that Nurse Chapel character. I, I like that they're really like maybe you know that character seems maybe it has a bit more energy to it than what we saw nurse chapel in the original series but i like that you know you're really giving some you know giving that character a bit more depth to it yeah um so yeah i, agree. I appreciate yeah. that yeah yeah so so those are kind of the ones which kind of yeah stood out for me and uh, i like pike as well too i like how he kind of approaches his uh his and that hair stuff. you know how long does he spend on that hair every day you know so. yeah i was watching <laughs> i was watching the latest episode last night and i i was looking at his hair i was going like wow like that's quite the <laughs> you know like the gel and all that kind of stuff to i want to learn i want to learn that he's a fan of like uh like elvis or something you know from the past or something like that i want to learn yeah. something like that he's got some kind of you know there's something to that or whatever i don't i don't know i think that'd be kind yeah, of fun exactly. but yeah okay. yeah all right, that's great. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with pretty much everything you said. Yeah, I, I'm obviously been enjoying it a lot. So, how about you, Doug? What what short of your impressions so far? Is is it is it living up to what you were hoping for? Is it even better? Is there anything um, anything that you're really liking more than more than something else or less or anything? What's your what's your thoughts? It's almost up there to what I want it to be. It's uh, by far right now. My favorite. Uh, there's, you know, it's funny. The thing with me is I'll find like nitpicky kind of a thing, which is kind of important to me, but probably nobody else. Uh-huh. Like at, the very, at yeah. the very beginning, they have like an animated thing of the Enterprise zooming through the air before they get to the actual show. Oh, the Star and, Trek but, thing, the little whatever they're calling that, the sort of like, hey, this is Star Trek, right? That one. I think that's their version of the Marvel open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, what what are what are you thinking on that? What's your thoughts on that? It it almost reminds me of like the animated series, but uh, oh yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's like the Enterprise. It looks like a cartoon, and now let's get to the real one. And now this is the real Star Trek. Like it's a little bit of a blend of like what I what I sort of thought about it when I when I first saw it is 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 sort of like they're sliding in a little bit of. 
um, what they've done with the lower decks or even maybe more so like Prodigy. You know, they're kind of blending it all like, you know, sort of in that little logo, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving them right. too much credit for that, but... But yeah, go right, ahead. Then, Doug. We, yeah. then we get into the the main uh, the, the credits uh, with uh, you know Space to Final Frontier, which before the show even premiered, I just like looked forward to that beginning so much. I just wanted to hear it again. And yeah. Just, yeah. And, you know, most times when I watch a Star Trek show, I'll just skip past uh, the intro. This time, I want to hear it each time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I wonder if they at all thought about. I, I haven't heard anyone in interviews or anything, but I. Uh, one question or one thought I would think of, and I love that opening, um, but I wonder if they thought about not doing it at all. You know, I wonder if they had other, like, I'm sure they threw out, you know, had plenty of meetings and had all kinds of talk about, but I wonder if they got anywhere like, hey, let's do a rock, a, a rock song or, or just something d- different. You know, I wonder, I wonder if there was ever a thought, any serious thought to do something different than the normal Space the Final Frontier. Yeah. Or like the uh, the song that Jen and Angela are always. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd rather not have that. Yeah. But, no, it's know, a great the, opening. Yeah, but go ahead, continue. Yeah. Yeah, the, the show with the characters. Uh, I love Spock in this. Uh, you know, there's never going to be another Leonard Nimoy, but man, that that voice of Ethan Peck. It's so Gregory Peck. As far as that deepness in it, yeah, it's he's, like so great to hear. You know what I think I really want? What you know? One thing I'll just jump in real quick on on Spock, and I haven't said too much, you know, in previous shows, but he's making it his own. You know, it's still Spock, but and I've read a couple of articles, you know, and interviews with him, and and you know, I think it's the way you don't want to completely try to. You obviously don't want to try to mimic. Leonard Nimoy, right? But it's it still feels like Spock, but it's sort of like this younger, a little bit more emotion slipping through, you know. And and I, it just it just he just seems right. It just seems right. It's different, but it just still seems right, you know. And he still picks up on the mannerisms, like his hands folded behind his back. Yep. He says, "Indeed," a lot of times, which I love. Uh, well, didn't I, didn't Pike make a crack about it when when what was it? It wasn't indeed. What was it? What was the what was the line that Spock said? And and somebody commented and said, "Well, you do say that a lot, Spock," or something. What was it? Incomplete data or something? I forget what which episode it was in, but I gotta find. Do you guys remember that at all? Something. Yeah, like, it was in the first like. Was it the first, first or second episode? Yeah, like it that. was something it like. Really well, odd. you do say that a lot, yeah. Spock. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I love uh, with the dynamic with Uhura, where uh, I remember that's the first or second episode. Is that supposed to be a pep talk? You know? Yeah, and, uh, exactly. It, yeah, just the ir- ironic uh, look on her face. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like Chapel also, just like Jeff said. Uh, I think it's the hair, you know, the, the white, out of control hair. It looks cool, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Hammer, Hammer's a cool character, too. I wrote on the uh, the Facebook page my problem with Dr. Mabenga, only his voice, not his acting. And uh, I was watching it last night, and once again, he was talking about his daughter. Not really a spoiler, but he did this, like, low talk about, you know, how concerned he was about his daughter. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I can't understand you again. Speak <laughs> up, you know. 
Yeah, it, it is tricky. I thought to me, maybe I'm getting used to it. I thought it seems like I'm getting a little better at it. Like, in other words, either he's he's changing the way he's speaking somewhat or something like that. But I, it, there, there was... There was one episode, which one was it? Maybe it was the one where they introduced daughter thing, but he had a little bit more to do. That one was a little bit tricky, but I I think the most recent one where they went to the planet with the little boy thing and all that stuff, um, I think I understood him a little bit better for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just the dialogue that he had to give, but... Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing was the uh, nitpicky thing is, again, uh, it's the Spock Amok... Uh, episode from last week. Ah, hijinks. Yeah, and I watched that uh, scene two times uh, where, you know, the bat- battle on Vulcan, and they had the music, you know, the yeah. music. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that so much, but, you know, it was like off. It's like, why did they re-record this? This would have been even cooler if they played the original music, but then I'm realizing, you know, maybe they did this for a reason. This is supposed to be a nightmare that Spock is having, so it kind of yeah. like a twisted version of the same music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I really like the, the the thing I liked about that scene specifically was was I, I liked the fact that it, it was it, he was fighting himself, you yeah. know, his his human side, you know, fighting his Vulcan side, and it's it was classic, uh, a perfect classic Spock kind of thing, really, you, you know. And and just I yeah, but I get what you're saying about the music. Yeah, yeah, it was. I thought it was okay, but again, being the fact that it wasn't the actual thing, it was a memory of the thing or whatever, or a combination of things. I mean, I mean, he's never. I mean, are we saying that he's actually gone through combat like that, or is that something he just fears? I guess we don't really know, do we? I mean, or or, I mean, obviously the thing with with Kirk hasn't happened yet. But, um, but you know, this must be just more of, to me, he's not really done it. It's just his, his thoughts on the whole thing, possibly, Yeah, I guess. And, you know, the thing, the thing about callbacks to the original show, which is so great, I remember, I think it was in Discovery, where they came upon the Guardian of Forever in a different form, and they actually used the real voice of the original Guardian of Forever. Yeah. Which, which was great, and I figured... This would have been something similar if they, you know. Yeah, yeah. Any other general thoughts so far? And then maybe we can get into a couple, little bit more detail. But um... I, I think as it's going on, what are we up to? Like five episodes so far? Um, maybe six. That might, that recent one might have been six. I'll try to pull it up real quick here. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm getting more into the rhythm of the show. Every show is like a rhythm of how fast people are talking. Remember when uh, Lower Decks first came on, you and I both commented, they're talking so fast, I can't keep <laughs> up with what they're saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that was episode six is the most recent one. So we only have, sadly, we only have four more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for this season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure if when you get to the part about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you are going to preface this with, it being spoilers because I just had one comment about. Oh yeah, yeah, I already th- said that at the beginning of the of this. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, there, there's two things in common. You must have picked up on this. Uh, in Kenobi, Leia, little girl in huge danger. You feel terrible for her. In this one, the boy on the planet in huge danger. You feel yeah. Bad. 
What are they picking on little kids? You know, it's, well, you know, it's, it's, and, and I'll throw I'll throw a third one on, on for you. I don't know if either of you guys do. You guys watch Stranger Things at no, all? I've not. Well, I haven't watched the this current season yet, but uh, oh, you have. You are familiar with. You've watched the other. I'm ones? familiar with. That. I just yeah. haven't watched. The, I haven't watched. Doug, the, are you into that show at all? I watched the first season. And okay. Well, in the current season, and it's been a through line through the previous seasons even, but they, you know, there are pretty little kids that are in even more than, I'll just say, some pretty bad danger. So, yeah, you, and it's weird, you know, when you think about it, I and it, and it doesn't really pop in my mind too much, but with the things that have happened in the world, you know, in, in recent months and stuff, uh, it is a little bit, it's a little hard, you know. It's a little, it's a little dicey, truthfully, you know, somewhat, but, um, and, and even more so, I mean, to me, the Kenobi thing, I mean, we all know Leia is going to be okay. So like, well, at least for a while. So, but, or, you know, has a pretty long time to go, but the, um, but the, the little boy episode, the most recent Trek, you know, and that's fairly recent. So I don't want to say too much, but that, that was a little interesting and 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 i in a way i like the fact that it didn't kind of they didn't really fix it you know like starfleet and it wasn't a federation planet and all that so and and i do like the fact that they kind of respect that they can't just go in you know i almost felt like they were going to pull a kirk you know where yeah well he was just going to figure out a way and change everything interfere with the planet and all that regardless of prime directive and blah 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 but um the thing i didn't really get and, and you know again there was a spoiler warning earlier is what was that little boy really needed for i don't really understand it uh sounded like his brain was uh sort of like up to that computer controlling was, the planet or something yeah it's almost kind of like spock's brain I guess in a sense where they needed it to control the planet. You, you, uh, it sounded like he was quite it's an like advanced, a supercomputer, um, but I mean, like yeah. you couldn't rig up some tech to do that kind of thing. They kind of said they needed a child's brain to, um, yeah, to, to manage all of this. Yeah. Um, so and uh, he was like in a really advanced, uh, advanced. Well, he had boy. those those whatever those little funky implant things and stuff. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah. So yeah, but yeah you're I right, kinda, Doug. You know that's that's a tricky thing to deal with and yeah i got kind of lost a bit though on um like because it was his father and then i got kind of lost on the whole like why the ship the whole kind of conspiracy thing or, or them trying to save the boy or whatever i i'm not sure i fully understood the full reason on that one but uh yeah i, I mean I, I think it was more of it looked like he was trying to protect him and 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 also, I mean, he, you know, there was that other planet thing that was yeah. trying to stop them. They seemed to be sort of at odds with each other. Yeah, a little. So, so. That, that was unclear to me a little bit. But yeah, I think they intentionally do that. It. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with things not completely being handed and spoon fed to us on like we know every little thing. I yeah. I can handle it a little bit. I I thought this one though they they left a little bit but I I don't know maybe maybe that maybe there'll be a follow up possibly we'll see but um. I I like the way they portrayed the emotion in Pike you know he just wanted to do anything to stop you know and you kind of really put yourself in the same position as Pike and that's the way I felt 
Oh yeah, he he is he's he's probably my favorite truthfully just because well, I I I like his style of command, but I also like the fact that he he doesn't really he's not this you know the the little bit that we got of pike in the original series he was sort of a little reserved and like everything that pike is feeling and thinking is right there you know in the new show i mean like like he doesn't really hold back you know with his crew with what's going on around him and and i appreciate and i like that you know it's it's very like raw and kind of honest and stuff and but um but the um, but let's let's talk a couple. Uh, maybe maybe we can just go around between between all of you guys and and just say like you know, was there any standout like episodes and things in terms of what would you you know start go back to Jeff you know what Jeff what do you um what what have you thought of the episodes any any ones that were a little bit you know higher on your list or or less on your list or anything what it would you know without getting you know. We don't have to go in every detail of every episode, but just what did, what did you think? Any anything that stands out for you? Uh, to be honest, I, all the episodes seem have been pretty good to so far to me, and um, they I find they have a real good mix of like you know you get those kind of more original series types kind of vibes, but then you also get the 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 feelings of like you know more of the next generation era um type yeah. truck as well too with like you know like they had the episode where they had like it was a hura which was doing the open doing her like personal log and all that and i go oh that just that really feels really familiar to like a you know like a tng or a voyager yeah or something like that so i really like that it, it just it feels really trek comfortable i guess yeah to me. that's a good word i like yeah. it, or the phrase i like it trek yeah. comfortable <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. um, I like that. Um, I like that that Gorn episode, even though we didn't get to see the Gorn. Um, it kind of reminded me of um, that TOS, TOS episode when uh, you know with the Romulans and all that kind of stuff. Oh know, yeah, the balance of terror where they were balance of terror. Yeah, having kind of a, like a submarine match yeah, duel, yeah. kind of like just yeah. trying to find each other and yeah. 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 Exactly. So I kind I kind of like that one, but. For the most part, you know, I think I think I've enjoyed all the episodes for differing reasons. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah there's there's a lot here going on, and I think they're. Yeah. Um, you're right. I, I, you know, it's a really good point. I feel like they they have kind of hit some kind of interesting little hybrid blend of TOS and TNG, kind of 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 a little bit of elements of each. Um, yeah, yeah. How about you, Doug? Anything standing out episodes wise or 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 either better or worse for you? Yeah, I liked the uh, the premiere episode, you know, where they, they were using antimatter and not realizing that they could destroy themselves. Yeah. Of course, uh, the graphic uh, uh, replay of he's saying this is what happened on Earth uh, in the Third World War. And they're showing uh, nuclear bombs and stuff like going off in New York. It's like. I didn't really want to see. That was a little bit too graphic and scary. But uh, yeah, you know, the yeah. concept was really good. Um, yeah, I, and it's I'd, it's interesting. Uh, they've never done that before. When you think about it, when you think about them having this, you know, ability with antimatter and and for propulsion, but the fact that you know it, it you know, it can be used as <laughs> as a weapon. <laughs> so I thought that was a real 
um, let's say, very imaginative tweak on like people getting warp drive, but they don't use it for war or they get antimatter, you know, and all that, but they don't use it to make ships and warp drive. They use it to make weapons. You well, know. it's the same thing. We have nuclear power plants and nuclear bombs. Exactly. Exactly. A very yeah. Trek um, way of doing things, right? Where they're taking like kind of things we've we've dealt with in present day and kind of changing it a little and putting it in sci-fi terms, but but still pretty much hitting it like, hey, you got this stuff is dangerous. Be careful, kind of thing. Yeah, there were parts of uh, Spock amok, <laughs> which reminds me of that Chuck Jones thing of duck amok. You know, the same, yeah. same kind of yeah. That uh, they a little went a little too far silly for me. Uh, I think the thing you know, with, like the uh, body swap stuff and the <laughs> yeah, that's Freaky Friday or something, right? I thought it was really funny how they both. I thought they did a good job of playing each other. I thought that was pretty well done. You know, it was pretty, pretty interesting to see that. I, I like, I like that. I, you know, but, but um, I think, you know, taking them out of character a little bit, like when Spock was to pring and they meet the guy in the park and she just slugs him and it's like, Oh, that's logical. Well, not really. You wouldn't expect to see Spock do that. Uh, the treasure hunt thing. Yeah. With, uh, one and, um, uh, I think it was Noonien Singh. Uh, oh, right. This, uh, the Enterprise bingo, right? Where they're running yeah. around the, the ship and doing weird little things like the chewing gum through the transporter, right? I, yeah, I know. The, <laughs> I think it was just a, a little bit too far for me. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought that it was – I like the funness of the episode, you know, that, that it was a little bit more lighthearted. I mean, I think they – I think Star Trek needs that every now and then. You know, oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I've been on this Orville um, Facebook group a little bit, and the Orville, I, I, I know you said I think you're you're watching that, Doug, uh, or did Jeff say that? I think you guys are. You guys both watching the Orville? I am. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons, and luckily I just got access to uh, okay the, the third season. I haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah, I won't say anything much. I'll just say though that there's been some a little bit of blowback because the first they've only done two episodes of the new season, but they've been pretty serious. There hasn't been like that. That show has had a lot of like pretty, pretty Seth MacFarlane kind of joke and humor. And almost sometimes I thought in the early season, early episodes, a little bit, maybe overboard possibly, but, but it's kind of gone a little bit more serious and everybody's like, Oh, this show needs to be jokey because Star Trek's the serious show. This I'm kind of generalizing through a lot of comments I've read. But I think Star Trek does have a lot of humor in it. And, and and I think even, you know, some of the I think that's to me, you know, Discovery has sort of lacked that that kind of emotional humor and some of other other little things. Not not necessarily emotional, but I think they need to be a little they it, it can't be the galaxy is ending every episode, every season, you know, so so I appreciated the antics of that episode. I, I get what you mean, though, Doug. It sometimes it's a little you, you wonder, like officers on a on the flagship of the of the of the of Starfleet, right? That you know they're like they're running around shooting phasers at each other, right? I know. Yeah. I will. We'll just say that was in their off time. Their you know their off duty time, right? You know, but um, you're walking around on the outside of the ship too. Uh, yeah. That, that would- yeah, somebody commented something about when the ship got damaged. I think it was even during the Discovery era that somebody somewhere, this is goes to your, you know, you notice things or nitpick things, you know, that 
that that bit of hull got messed up. Like basically somebody said that that piece there of the ship was damaged. Like it shouldn't be. And I'm like, really? Uh, let's just let that go. Okay, maybe they goofed up and picked the wrong piece of hull or something. But I mean, <laughs> it's it's a it's a square piece of hull that's a what? It was maybe like a foot or two wide or something. So maybe that one little piece didn't get damaged, but it, the things around it did. Who knows? It, it was kind of like doesn't really matter, guys, does it? You know. So yeah, it's amazing what. I mean, this is the thing about nerds and geeks, I guess that that you know that they analyze this stuff so much and they take it so like. Oh, you can't do that, or you can do that, and I'm like, I, I guess my ability to accept some of that stuff is is more than some. Some some every little thing bothers them. I, I don't really sweat, you know, sweat those little things. Now, if, like there was this rumor for a while they were gonna like, um, you know, w- when they would do something drastic. Let let's put it this way, you know. You know, then then I would have maybe a bit of an issue. You know, like like they're they're talking about bringing Kirk in, or they actually have got an actor for Kirk for James T. Kirk, not his brother Kirk, who's who's apparently on Enterprise right now, but on Strange New Worlds. But you know, Kirk's going to show up, James Kirk, uh, in the next season, and they got somebody playing him, and I'm okay with that as long as they kind of respect the character, just like they have with Spock. And I don't really, I'm not fearful of anything, so. Uh, but uh, you know you got to kind of tread lightly a little bit too, so especially with all the the fans. Mm-hmm. All right, let's we're we're a little more than a half, you know. So let's let's switch gears here. Unless there's you guys got anything left, I I totally agree with everything you guys are saying. I love the show. I love that it's episodic. I I think that's my. I mean, I like the the stories and this and the script so far and the characters by far and the actors, but. I'm just so happy we just have a show that, like you said, I think, Jeff, is that we can kind of enjoy an episode and then, oh, that one was a good one or that one was a really good one, you know, and then you can just kind of go back and watch. You don't have to feel like you got to watch the whole season to have, um, uh, like, you know, to get a, to get the, to get the, the, the show. Like, like Discovery did that. They brought in Harry Mudd again. You guys remember that when Discovery, you know, they had a, I think they had an episode, was it? First season, second season. Yeah, I think it was. It's it pretty was early, season. but yeah. I, I really like that episode. And you know, one of the reasons why I liked it so much because it really was basically on its own. You, yeah, you know, exactly. It it, 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 everything else for Discovery, and I don't, I don't dislike the show. I, I think it can be a lot better, but, but everything else for that show, the seasons just kind of blend into one. They're kind of like in my mind, one episode. You know, because it's just this ongoing story. And, and now I get it. That's sort of been the way a lot of TV has become. But um, I, I think it's getting – I think they need to mix it up a little bit. I'm really curious because they are doing – and they started filming the new season of Discovery. I'm really curious if they're going to if they're gonna try to not do that so much in the next season. Like are they going to try to go a little more episodic? We'll We'll see. I don't know. All right, let us switch over to the other star franchise, Star Wars and, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So let's do what we did with, with Strange New Worlds. Uh, you know, go back to Jeff. What, what, what have you thought about Kenobi so far? And has it, has it been what you thought it was going to be? Did it, did it, is it not what you thought it was going to be? What, what, what are you thinking so far on the show? Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, like I said, I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's, pretty solid um 
like, like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, I think Ewan McGregor's doing a, a great job as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, he seems to really gotten, gotten really into the role. It's, he's giving you that really different, interesting take of like, basically as a, I guess a bit of a spoiler, I guess, but as he's basically the, the last 10 years after, you know, Revenge of the Sith, he basically uh, is a depressed guy, I guess, and he's not. Yeah, he's, like, uh, he's turned yeah. into that, as they said in the first Star Wars movie, right? He's just a yeah. crazy old hermit, right? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. he's like it really. I guess we're seeing where he, you know, you just can't hide. You can't hide away. You have to. You have to do something, and that I guess. You know, throughout these episodes, you know, with these recent ones, with the, you know, kind of with the path and and that kind of, you know, the the people who are are helping, you know, force sensitive people, you know, get to safety and all that. That it's almost a little World War Two like, isn't it? Like getting, you know, saving the Jews out of smuggling them out of out of Germany, and you know, it has a lot of that feel. I thought, yeah, yeah, like say or the Underground Railroad or whatever. Yeah, or that too as well. Yeah, any any oppressed people, you know, trying to protect them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I get the feeling that he's, he's starting to learn that, no, you can't, you can't just hide away that, that you have to be who you are and that he's a Jedi and, uh, you know, that he's, he's going to have to help people, maybe not on a, the grand scale that uh, he was before, but uh, he has to do something and that, you know, what he told that Jedi in the first episode or whatever, you know, like the, mm-hmm. you know, we lost and, you know, just, you know, just you know, bury your lightsaber and just, just go away and live a different life was, you know, that wasn't, you know, that's not, you know, that's not the Jedi way, I guess, eh? And, uh, you know, even though you maybe can't operate as a full Jedi can, there's, there's still thing, still things you can do. So, um, so I've been enjoying it and I guess, you know, I really like the little girl who plays Leia. She's doing a solid job. I, I look forward to seeing her doing more roles in the future which i assume she will and the brutality of vader they just like doubled down on what we saw in in rogue one with just like Vader's yeah he's uh, so he's an angry guy <laughs> he's, yeah. he's not a he's not a happy guy in that suit yeah yeah like the way he went through that town and just just you know just took people out without any compassion just it was you know it's just like yeah that really helps build up his redemption and return of the Jedi, I guess. That, yeah, was that, that to try to pull Obi Wan out? Basically, is that what your take was on that? Yeah, like, was I it, believe was it I him watched just... a few. Yeah, I watched a few kind of recap type shows on YouTube, and uh-huh. they kind of said, "Yeah, that was that was Vader trying to kind of like the the, the sister, whatever her name is, when she's when she's basically going after Owen, right, and trying to pull yeah. o- Obi Wan. Although she, you know, interestingly enough, she wasn't. She didn't seem to be quite willing to step over that line quite as much, although she's she's not she's not a, a opposed to doing things, but you know she she well, could she could have started chopping parts off in the first episode, you know, because the Grand yeah. Inquisitor did say, you know, that's like an itch that the Jedi always have to scratch, and then they they were in that like kind of that bar, and then you yeah, know, yeah, you know, she threw that knife or whatever at uh, at that one shopkeep guy, the, right? And the, the shopkeep guy. To, the guy stopped it, right? Yeah. Yeah, the guy stopped it to flush out the Jedi. Eh? So. Yeah. So, but yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's good. So. Yeah. How about you, Doug? What What are you thinking so far? 
Oh, I hate third sister. <laughs> That's what she's called, third sister. Yeah, um, which I don't even like. Uh, I don't really get the whole hierarchy, truthfully, except for the fact that I, I get. I guess there's a hierarchy. She seems to be doing whatever she wants. Let, let's put it this way: if it's if it was like the military, it's like she's like Maverick. You know, she's just running off doing whatever she wants. Anyway. How'd she get away with killing uh, the? Uh, I don't know. Prisoner? They just kind of like they that's just like, kind of. Okay. I mean, it was obviously a lightsaber. Although they, I guess they did. Did Kenobi? Did Obi Wan get blamed for that? Basically, I mean, that. I mean, if they thought he did that, I they should be a little bit more worried about it. Yeah, he he did it. They implied to Vader that he Kenobi was the reason for the Grand Inquisitor. I think. Yeah, yeah. They implied. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, she is she is something, yeah, isn't she, Doug? Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, yeah, and also uh, I I figure from watching Ben Kenobi or uh, Obi Wan Kenobi in the first movie, and when he has that scene with Darth Vader and they're both using the lightsabers, and they, yeah, Darth Vader is stronger, but he's not like magnitudes stronger than Obi Wan. In this, it seems like. Darth Vader is stronger than he ever was, and Ben maybe he's uh, out of shape or something. Like when he was yeah, trying to, he's, yeah, he was trying to reach and, and move something with his hand. It's like he he's basically ten years of not using the Force, basically. Yeah, he's kind of. That's the way I and and that's touched on in a lot of the books that they've done too. Of basically, I think that the, the basic thought there is that using the force would put him more at risk of being detected not not even if somebody actually sees him do it but mentally and things like that you know so i think he has to sort of shut himself off from it so yeah he's he's out of practice that's for sure yeah so then you'd figure in the time frame of this until a new hope he probably had training because he had more abilities like i haven't seen a jedi mind trick yet aside from you know, simulating throwing something down a corridor and somebody heard something. Yeah. I guess planted I, words in people's minds. I think this pulls him back into things just a little bit, you know, and and I and the Vader thing that they've kind of always talked about is that that suit doesn't do the best for him. Like he's still degrading, decaying, falling more or less, get weaker over time. So I think the next 10 years is basically pretty hard on Vader in that suit. So I think he, he loses an edge, his edge that he's got kind of now. At least that's my thinking and what, I, what I've heard people say. Yeah, because you never saw any Star Wars where one Jedi or Sith was forcing the body of the other one to do something. Like, you know, when he throws uh, Obi-Wan into the fire. That seemed kind of shocking to me. It's like, I thought they were kind of immune from... Uh, being affected by each other. You know? you, oh, you mean to, you mean to be pushed or pulled and stuff? Well, they they did it a bit with the in the um, the sequel type movies. Like Ray gets sort of knocked around by Kylo, right, and stuff, and lifted up, I think, and things like that. So I kind of remember more that they threw things at each other, like they threw a. Yeah, I mean, they certainly something. really didn't do it in the original trilogy. You know, they've really the force has sort of been sort of twisted and expanded and changed over time. You know, yeah. then you know to do what kind of they seem to make it need. What what do we needed to do this week? A little bit, but um, but yeah, I get I like, what you're saying. Yeah, 
That was nasty when he pulled him in the fire. It was like... Oh, horrible, yeah. But I like the way they're tying it in with uh, the Mandalorian or Boba Fett, that everybody goes in these tanks to heal. (laughs) Yeah, I need a back-to-tank. I'll tell you what, I I could use one some days, so... uh... (laughs) get some backed in there and, you know, but, uh, but yeah, they, uh, you know, he was pretty much, you know, in the back tank for whatever, a little bit. And then he's back out there fighting on that station, you know, in the, in the last episode. Right. So, uh, which was a cool episode. I, I like that one a lot, the most recent one. And, uh, but man, they, they just like, they, they just can't hang, hang on to these people. You know what I mean? Like he just slips in. You know, it's, it's, I mean, I get that they have to be able to rescue Leia, of course, but, um, but it's, it, 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 I mean, the fact that they got a tracker on the little, the little droid thing, I'm like, who didn't see that coming? I mean, come on. Yeah. But, um, but I agree with Jeff, by the way, with that actress, what is she like about six, seven years old? It's like, my God, she's good. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, she's supposed to be ten in the show. I don't know if she's ten in reality. She seems she's so little. Though. She's so little. I, I think it's more of her size. I think they got somebody because Leia was always kind of a small person. So I, I think I think, and girls tend to you know they mature a little different than boys. I mean, we haven't seen Luke really up close. We saw him at a distance. You know, I think it was interesting the fact that I think most people assumed this was going to be kind of like you know Obi Wan on Tatooine. You know keeping an eye on Luke and all that. And it kind of completely turned, has turned into not that at all. It, you know, I kind of thought it was yeah, going to be. They, was, held, they yeah. held that secret well, because I thought, yeah, it was going to be more like, yeah, something to do with protecting Luke more so than, than yeah. Leia. I didn't even consider Leia was going to even come in. Especially into when story. they show up there, right. When they're, when they're hounding the town and Obi-Wan's like hiding behind, you know, a little a little wall and and they're they've got owen right there and all that and and you know i think a lot of people have always thought like well how come vader didn't go back to tatooine and poke around a lot i i mean you know but it, it i guess when if you can kind of, kind of buy that for some reason vader does still does not understand or or know that these are his kids that well one he doesn't know he has kids out there right at this stage nope. i guess well, at some point he will know, I guess. He at will, but then I don't think he Luke, learns, least, you know, the, the twin thing. Son. I mean, heck, he, he didn't he didn't really realize about Leia until near the very end, right? In in, in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He had no clue about Leia. And... But they never really, like, until, like, Vader, you know, in Empire Strikes Back, you know, declared that Luke was his son. Like, yeah, yeah. They didn't really... Like maybe that's covered off in the the comics or something like that, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, like say when Vader actually realizes that that Luke is his son, like yeah. is that even before a New Hope or is that uh, like again it might be covered in the, in the comics, comics? They've kind of implied that he knew he knew that yeah, yeah. Uh, before be- well before before Empire Strikes Back you know somewhere in there but the but what I was gonna say is like Doug was talking about the Force and stuff they. This idea of being able to sense someone, you know, sense something, even if they're not that close to you nearby, I mean, distance wise, that you would think that Vader would somehow be able to sense. I mean, Leia's been pretty much right there, you know, and, and of course was even next, right next to him, literally pushed up next to him in A New Hope, right? When they're going to destroy Alderaan and, and they're on that little scene. And I always remember it because Tarkin's kind of, 
you know, telling, you know, trying to get her to, to give up the rebel base. And she kind of backs up a few steps and just bumps right into daddy. You know, <laughs> it's like, Hey, that's, that's sad. Maybe, yeah. you know, cause like in that one episode, like uh, Reva's trying to, uh, to kind of read Leia and she's not able to. So maybe part of Leia's force powers is that she's able to not, that she's not even aware of that she's able to kind of maybe block some of the, yeah, some of that no, that's possibly. a good, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Jeff. I mean, that's, that's a good point. And I, I, I thought the same thing. I, I think it's some kind of almost like a natural defense. She might not actively be doing it, but I think it has to do with, you know, Leia is a sort of, I think she says something to Leia, like, you know, you're, you're, you're strong or strong willed or something like that. I think there's an implication that, that, you know, it's a little bit of the force, but it's also just, just Leia in general is just a strong willed person. Remember how they always say, you know, the weak-minded, the force can kind of influence more easily. So she's not weak by any means. So I think there's a lot. It's it's a combination of her being obviously being force sensitive and having force the force with her. But even when she's not actively using it, I think it's just her. It's just her nature and her will that's stopping a lot of that. So yeah, yeah. It's 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 been fun to see and 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 like you guys said. I really like the, the one of the things that really strikes me about this is I, I I think it's doing a very good job of bridging the character of Obi-Wan from the prequel era to what he ends up being in an, in in like a new hope. Even though everyone keeps saying, boy, a lot of a lot of uh, he ages a lot in the next 10 years. But but still, I mean, you can you can kind of just have to sort of look past that possibly a little bit. He's living on a desert planet, which has got rough uh you know, out out in the desert. Yeah, you know what? I'm shocked that no one's that they either Disney hasn't tossed around about, or even remember when George Lucas had Star Wars. It's like with all the digital ability they have, you know, like they've done with bringing Luke back into the into Mandalorian and Boba Fett right shows. I'm kind of almost sort of like scared that there's somebody somewhere that's thinking of. Well, why don't we just make throw in Ewan's face on 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 you know. Obi-Wan and a new hope like you know what I mean take you know which which would be terrible you know none of us want that right you know we all love Alec Guinness too yeah you know taking Alec out you know well they kind of did that with that one guy who played Vader at the very end of Return of the Jedi right you know they they changed that scene and threw Hayden Christensen his little force ghost in there instead of instead of I can't remember who the actor was that played you know, oh yeah, let's I can't remember his name. Live but, action. Yeah, I think with Alec Guinness, he's just—he's a—he he was a great actor. Like, say, he was iconic in that role. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I don't think you could ever make it. I don't think there could ever any be ever any argument to say that he yeah. had to be replaced or something like that. And so. it really, it really fits well. You go back and watch some of like A New Hope and some of the things, the lines that Obi Wan says and stuff like that, and. Considering that none of this was ever planned out, you know, when they first started doing Star Wars, they've really managed, I feel like, to make it pretty cohesive. It's a pretty, it's pretty impressive. I mean, is everything perfectly fit? No, but I, I think it's, it, that's what I like about Star Wars. You know, Star Trek, I think people get a little bit more heavy handed in terms of like, it really bugs them. That's not how the Enterprise looks. Or that's not how the bridge looks. But I think there's a little bit more leeway with Star Wars being it's it's kind of more of a space fantasy than it is 
true like science fiction. So I think they can kind of get away with a little bit more. Things don't really have to be a perfect fit or match. So yeah, I'm I I love Alec Guinness and as Obi Wan, you know, or Ben or whatever. And uh, oh, what? I got yeah. I got two things to mention. Uh, oh yeah, go ahead. I looked up the little actress who plays Leia. She's nine years old. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, she's pretty pretty close to ten. Yeah, that's not that's that's. She good. would have been yeah. like eight or seven or eight. I don't know if you see it that. there, but you know one thing that I wanted to look up. Her last name is Blair, right? So yeah, I wanted I wanted Blair or something. She, well, that's what I thought. Like I, I know that Blair is not that probably uncommon of a name, but I was like, is she any relation like the granddaughter of Linda Blair or? I doubt she could be the daughter of Linda Blair, but maybe the granddaughter, you know. I think it's just a coincidence. Yeah, it could be just a coincidence. I mean, there's 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 actors with the same last name who aren't related at all, which it kind of throws me occasionally. But because um, there's other, you know, like the Hemsworth or whatever, where there's like six of them or something. But hey, I, I got to probably we got to wrap this up in the next couple of minutes. Oh, I have um, one more thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Doug. I was looking up, you know, they do special effects to make actors look younger or something. Uh-huh. Now, James Earl Jones, I just looked up, is 91 years old. His voice in this series sounds exactly the same, so I wonder if they enhanced it somehow. How could anybody still sound? Oh, like, you mean when he was I doing Vader's? they did. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I believe they did. I, I was Make it look a little, list. sound a little bit more like he did yeah. when he originally. Recap shows yeah. and. It sounded like they might not. He might not have even done the the lines. They may have just used previous audio of his, and then they actually parts of it they actually mi- mixed in with Hayden Christensen's voice to kind of come up with the with a Vader voice. Up there's a lot you can do in yeah. in audio, and I think yeah. even doing even my little bit of audio, you know, knowledge I've gotten doing the podcast, you don't. It, it doesn't. It would be, yeah. I, I'm sure that they tweaked it to to make it sound. Yeah, you're right. It's it's really cool to hear Vader doing new lines that sound like Vader, right? And don't sound like old Vader or something like that. Um, That's pure James Earl Jones, as far yeah, as yeah. And I and I think, I mean, they've used other actors, and there's always a little bit of difference. You know, I think some of the video games. Um, and I think even in some of the previous Star Wars, like maybe some of the animated things and stuff like that, but, but I, um, but I'm sure that they're tweaking his voice a little bit, but it sounds perfect. You're right. It's, it's really good. I'm, I'm really enjoying the show too. I mean, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. I keep yelling at Obi-Wan in most of the recent episodes, like pull the lightsaber out, pull the lightsaber out. What are you, what are you using that blaster for? (laughs) There's no hiding it anymore. They know, all know you're Obi-Wan Kenobi. They all know you're a Jedi. Just pull it out, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know where. What did we have? We have three so far, or four so far. We've had four. Where are we at with this show? What is it? Oh, other episodes? I think there's. I think there's. I'm trying to figure out. There's six. I think we're at four right now. We're at four episodes. Uh, I thought there might have. I, I thought maybe I read somewhere, Jeff, that there was maybe going to be seven episodes. Did I read that wrong? Number of oh, episodes. Maybe, maybe there's seven. Yeah, it seems like a weird number. You, you know, usually they get, yeah. um, they usually get uh, six is is pretty common. How many episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi? Yeah, six. It looks like. Yeah, it looks like people are saying six. So, um, and we've had four. So there's only two more left, basically. So, 
Well, they're off there. They flew away. They're being tracked, of course, because, you know, that's what Star Wars, you know, a tracking beacon, you know. So uh, so that always happens. But, uh, yeah, i got a lot of good stuff to watch. Um, the Orville has been pretty good. Like I said, I mean, it's a little different than it was, but I'm enjoying it. And uh, I know you said yeah, you, that last yeah. episode was like great horror sci-fi. That was a little scary. <laughs> a little. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan of bugs and things. I'm not spoiling yeah. anything, but it's sort of it a was bu- creepy. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. was. Creepy. It was. But um, the other the other shows that I'm I'm enjoying just real quick and brief, and I don't know if you guys are watching these. I love the for for all mankind show. It just came back for a third season. It's 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 sci-fi, but it's sort of like near future. Like this is about sort of like the space program. Do you guys watch that at all? For all mankind. Oh, I haven't seen it. Neither have I. Yeah, it, I think you'd like it. It's on. Um, I think only on. I think it's only Apple. on Apple TV. Yeah. But Ron Moore, who worked on TNG, you guys know that name. He's he's like the the main guy that's doing the show. And the the basic premise of the show is 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 the Russians end up landing on the moon before us, and it and it creates this um, interesting sort of change in history where um, there's a much greater push to space and a much greater space race like the new season and in the third season they're they're basically both russia and the u.s are going to be launching missions to mars and it's only set in the late 90s so essentially it's sort of like the 60s space race if it had continued and we kept pushing and pushing you know out into space more and more it's really a good show and the other one that i'm watching that's a crazy show based on a comic is the boys I don't know if you guys see that one, but that's on um, Amazon Prime. That is not a kids show by any means, but uh, but it's it's pretty wild. So, anything else, guys? Watching, Go I ahead. I tried watching Severance. I uh, saw so two episodes of Severance. I oh. can't get into it. I don't know. It seems too dreary. It is not a happy show. I'll give you that, Doug. Severance is. It's. I almost stopped, but everybody was like, "Oh, this is the greatest thing," and I, I watched it all. It's a show that frustrates me when I watch it because I don't know. Do you know this show at all, uh, Jeff? Do you no, know? no. You guys talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna. I was gonna say too much, but the. I, w- I was just gonna say the premise. The, the severance premise is that there's this procedure that allows you to more or less separate your brain to a work brain and a home brain, let's say, and they don't know what the other side is doing. So when you go to work, your brain sort of clicks to work mode. And then when you leave work, it clicks to outside of work mode and you have no idea what you did at work. And then, you know, the same thing when you're at work, you have no idea what you're doing when you're not at work, which I was telling Chris or somebody else about this when it first came out. I was like, that sounds like the worst thing in the world to me. Why would you? I mean, I get it would be nice to be able to kind of click off work in my mind occasionally when things, you know, things are slipping in and kind of bothering me from work, you know, later in the day or weekends or whatever. But the only way you sometimes you get through work is to think about, okay, I'm doing this for my how, you know, for my outside life, you know, like it's, I, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I agree with you, Doug. Though it's it's not a, it's a little bit dreary and a little hard to watch. Maybe, uh, yeah, it's definitely not probably for everyone, but um, but yeah, there's there's um, a lot of stuff to see. Stranger Things has been good too. I've I really like that recently. So, but yeah, Star Trek really good and they have um they're already doing they're already 
I think they've already filmed Strange New World season two. I think it may be finished filming. And I think Picard is well on its way, if not finished, with its next season. And then they started season five of Discovery. So these things, they may jump order now. You know, where we had Discovery, then we had Picard, then we have Strange New Worlds. We, we might get, like, more Picard or more Strange New Worlds before we get more Discovery. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe they won't want to mix things up like that. But, um, yeah, it's a good show. Good stuff. Well, guys, I really appreciate you taking some time out of your Saturday and talking to me. I'll put this episode up tomorrow. To really appreciate your support, and I'm uh, glad we could get together and talk. And uh, especially Jeff, we haven't I haven't heard from you in a while. And uh, I have to get you to do a Lego show or some Star Wars ship show or something soon with some of the new stuff we're seeing. I don't know yeah, if any. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if any of these ships that we've been seeing on like Obi Wan are out there yet, or. I think uh, I think they're going to be releasing the uh, Revis ship, I believe. Yeah, that that little that folding wing it. one, isn't there like a? Doesn't it fold its yeah. wings? Kind of everything, like yeah. Yeah, so I think they're releasing a ship for Lego for that, and then um, they just re they just released that um, you know the Mandalorian's new uh, kind of you know. Star oh, his new post Razor Crest ship, right? Whatever it's yeah, called, uh, Razor yeah, Crest Two. Does, does this it have a name? Uh, the Naboo Starfighter there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, Doug, Jeff, thanks again. Appreciate it. And uh, may the force be with you and live long and prosper and all that. And uh, we'll talk again. How warm is it down there in Atlanta now, Doug? Is it is it pretty uh, warm? It's about 90. It's yeah. uh, well, the whole northern, northeast, I think, is about the same as down here. Yeah, I was telling Jeff before I think you connected, we were, we're starting to uh, warm up here. We're, spo- we're supposed to be into the 90s next week, which is we get some of that. Not not as much as you guys, obviously, but but yeah, it is summer. Or almost summer, technically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all right guys. Talk to you again soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna slide off the call, hang up on Skype and put this up tomorrow. But again, thanks for joining me. A lot of fun always to talk about this stuff, geeking out uh with you guys. It's always great. Okay. See you guys. Take care. Bye, Bye Jeff. Bye Doug. Bye. Bye guys. Yeah, I just want to say again to a big thanks to Doug and to Jeff for joining me today on our little uh, fairly uh, small group with uh, Patreon supporters. And if you want to support Treks and Sci-Fi on Patreon, that's just over at uh, patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. And thanks to you guys that do that, and I very much appreciate it. Uh, I'll be back again next week with another show, I think. I think my plan for next week is actually I'm going to record a show with Jen, and I think we're going to talk about Firefly. So that'll be coming next week on Treks and Sci-Fi. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been a Rick Dosty podcast production.